A light flurry of snow dances across the midnight skies of Berlin, the cool winter breeze gently carrying each delicate snowflake to its final resting place. The full moon shines brightly upon the fresh powder, transforming even the typically mundane landscape beside the highway into a picturesque painting fit for the finest of galleries. Two figures appear along the edge of the forest. They race through the snow with reckless abandon, every footfall kicking up fresh powder and extending the long and winding trail behind it. The figures, one masculine and strong and one feminine and svelte, come to a stop beside a silver Audi parked alongside the highway. The masculine figure climbs in first and starts the engine. The feminine figure follows closely behind, climbing into the passenger seat. As she prepares to close the door, one burning question pierces the tranquil atmosphere. What the fuck was that, Vivian? Damien throws the Audi into gear and races onto the highway without a second thought, the four-door sedan sliding clear across two lanes on a sheet of ice and snow before gaining traction and speeding off into the night. I know, I know. This is all very shocking to you. I nearly got killed. Explain what just happened. Vivian hesitates. She swallows, bracing herself for the worst. Remember what I told you about the Sabbath. Damien grips the steering wheel tightly and retreats into the cold embrace of the leather seat. What about them? I used to have ties to them. Damien's lip curls. I used to be misled by them and forced to follow this insane notion set by the path of the voice. They've had a wild hunt on my head ever since I escaped. Churches, the Camarilla, the Anarchs, they all helped me stay hidden. Until now, they've never been able to find me. Damien stares straight ahead, unflinching. Vivian watches him out of the corners of her eyes, finding her anxiety slightly alleviated by the fact that her confession didn't immediately trigger another tirade. So, you worked for the Sabbath. If I remember correctly, the ruthless vampire fascists who want to kill and or enslave all humans. Any particular reason? It wasn't a choice I made. I was embraced into the Sabbath, just like you were originally embraced into the Camarilla. Damien's head tilts slightly as he considers her response. He nods almost imperceptibly, drawing a silent sigh of relief from Vivian. She snaps back to reality as a bright red Porsche races past their car and swerves right in front of them, barely making the exit onto a steep off-ramp. Vivian pulls her cell phone from the pocket of her posh black jacket, cursing to herself as the screen malfunctions momentarily. She puts the phone to her ear. Jameson, hey, I need a favor. What might that be? Can you tell the Camarilla Prince that Damien and I were killed? We're currently on the run from the Sabbath, and we don't need the camis breathing down our necks as well. I suppose, but you owe me. Vivian snorts and ends the call as Damien merges into the center lane. Congrats, Damien. We're officially dead. At least in Berlin. Where are we headed, anyway? To Magdeburg. We should easily arrive there before sunrise. There are Catholic churches in Magdeburg. I am certain I can talk with one of the priests and find a place to rest. But if push comes to shove, we might have to sleep in an abandoned sewer or building. Like that Nosferatu probably did. Nosferatu? The ugly one that attacked us? They actually do that. I just thought that was some kind of cruel joke. Vivian smiles to herself. 
No, they actually do that. Damien shakes his head in revulsion and rests his elbow on the door panel, his posture relaxing. Vivian allows herself to recline further into her seat. She glances out of the window, watching the snow-capped trees fly by. Different question. What was that whole shadow tentacle thingy about? It looked like you were literally using shadows to restrain the Nosferatu. Us La Sombra have the power to call upon the Void for assistance. Whether it's summoning shadow appendages, seeing ghosts, or pulling someone into the depths of their own shadow. We know it as the power of oblivion. Will I get such powers? Vivian's smile falters. I don't know what powers you will get since you were not embraced by me, but I am certain they will develop over time. Just be patient. You were only embraced a week ago, after all. Vampiric power doesn't just come bursting out of you once you're a vampire, you know? Damien waves his hands in an exaggerated fashion, blissfully unaware of his own limitations as a thinblood. Man, here I thought being a vampire was all about being powerful and cool. <laughs> yeah, sadly, it isn't. <sighs> it really isn't. Vampiric life is all about politics, power play, being on top of the others, defying your superior to become more powerful than them, to dethrone them and take their place. I was honestly hoping I could dethrone that good-for-nothing prince in Berlin. But then, well, the assassination happened, and here we are. Damien eyes his sire, concern lining his brow. That was a bit of a sudden mood change. You alright? Sorry. I sometimes get lost in thought. It happens more often than I'd like to admit. Damien nods. An orange flash in the periphery of his vision catches his attention. <sighs> Looks like we're gonna have to stop for gas. Vivian grunts affirmatively and turns toward the trees once more her thoughts gradually drifting into the darkest corners of her mind. Hatred, anger, and terror bubble toward the surface, threatening to drag her into a never-ending whirlpool of toxicity and spite. It's all his fault. If it wasn't for that damn thin blood, they never would have found me again. No, it wasn't him. They would have found me anyway. I stayed under the radar for years. Everything went to hell the moment he showed up. The slam of the driver's side door violently wrenches her from the abyss. She looks around, surprised to find herself in the parking lot of a 24-hour gas station. She takes a moment to regain her composure and steps out of the car. Damien stretches his arms high over his head and runs his fingers through his short brown hair. Before I fill up the tank, I need to go to the bathroom. Do you need to go as well? Go ahead. I'll wait here. Damien shrugs and walks toward the station. Vivian watches after him for a moment, her dark thoughts wrapping their tendrils around her mind once more. She glances around, noticing two other motorists parked in the shadows in the far corner of the lot, slumped in their seats. Hunger tears through her at the sight of the sleeping men. Of course, she thinks. I used a lot of my energy to subdue that Nosferatu. I don't know how I lasted this long. She starts forward, but catches herself mid-stride. She turns toward the station with a devilish grin spreading across her face, the darkness overpowering her. Now, let's show that little thin blood how cool being a vampire can be. 
Damien makes his way through the store, casually selecting a bag of chips from the end cap of one of the racks. He tosses the bag onto the counter, exchanging pleasantries with the cashier. He reaches for his back pocket, his fingers grasping empty air. Mortified, he pats himself down, holds up a finger, and excuses himself. Perfect. Damien walks from the store and hurries across the parking lot toward the car. He opens his door and checks the interior, running his fingers beneath the seat. He stands, his expression ashen. Vivian, have you seen my wallet? Please don't tell me it's still in Berlin. Vivian shrugs innocently. Mm, It must be, but I'm sure we can find a solution. Damien confusedly follows her gaze to the pair of sedans parked in the shadows. I say we break one of them open and drink from one of the sleeping drivers. (laughs) That would give us enough time to steal the car and get going. Great idea, isn't it? We can't do that! That's just wrong! So what? You'd rather stay here and eventually get incinerated by the sun? Damien's objections catch in his throat. He sighs and slams the car door shut. Vivian smiles and turns toward a light fixture several yards away from the cars, spotting two security cameras affixed to the pole. Gathering the last of her energy, she summons a single shadow appendage from the ground. Coiling like a snake around the pole, the appendage climbs toward the cameras and slowly stretches across the lenses. Vivian checks her surroundings once more and jogs toward the vehicle, Damien in tow. They come to a stop at the driver's side door of a Volkswagen Passat. Vivian eyes the other motorist cautiously, reassured by the obvious depths of his slumber. Stand in front of me and be on the lookout. I don't feel like getting into legal trouble tonight. Damien nods and casually makes his way to the front of the vehicle. Vivian licks her lips at the sight of her prey. In one swift move, she rips the door open and sinks her fangs deep into the motorist's neck before he can cry for help. Grinning madly, she drains the first liter of blood from the man's veins, savoring the metallic taste of the liquid gushing down her throat. She glances toward Damien, willing him to turn around and watch the life leave the man's horrified eyes, to watch mortal skin and mortal muscles shrivel and vanish, to experience for the first time the casual carnage and bloodlust which would define the rest of his long, long life. At long last, Damien turns. Shocked and terrified beyond comprehension, Damien leaps toward Vivian as she greedily siphons the last of the man's blood from his capillaries. What are you doing? Stop! You drank enough! Vivian releases the man's neck from her jaws, her tongue instinctively lapping up the crimson spray coating her lips. She glances toward her young charge, her eyes alight. Damien steps back as she pulls the corpse of the man from the car and effortlessly hurls it into a line of dense bushes several yards away. Quick, get in the car and start driving. Damien... Abject fear piercing his stupor, clambers into the driver's seat as Vivian leaps into the passenger seat. He starts the car with a push of a button and pulls out of the station, his eyes glued to the rearview mirror. What the fuck was that? You said you'd drink him, not kill him! Yes, I did say I'd drink him. However, I didn't say that I wouldn't kill him. Damien lets out a forceful breath and shakes his head in disbelief focusing his increasingly distant gaze on the road ahead. Vivian gleefully watches the gears turning between his ears, his brain desperately trying to make sense of the last several minutes. That's right, little vampire. You enabled all of this. You brought this on yourself. You... you... 
What did I do to you? As quickly as it engulfed her, the darkness retreats, its lust for blood and domination temporarily satiated. She stares at her hands, regret rampaging through her body and soul. She had let it happen again. We'll be in Magdeburg in half an hour. Vivian recoils at the emptiness in his voice. She turns away and pulls out her cell phone. After tussling with her glitchy screen for a few seconds, she opens her GPS and maps the most expedient route to St. Petri Catholic Church, several kilometers deep into downtown Magdeburg and close enough to the Elba to allow for an emergency egress via waterway should their pursuers catch their scent. Vivian gingerly places the phone on the center console and sinks into her seat. Damien glances between the phone and its owner and quickly redirects his attention to the road. He merges into the right lane and slowly reclines, attempting to feign a degree of normalcy. Vivian closes her eyes and swallows deeply, grimacing at the glorious aftertaste of the motorist's blood. A grim shudder races through her body as a single thought echoes through her mind, its origin lying deep within the furthest reaches of the abyss. Welcome to the clan, kiddo.